Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. My name is Emily. And my name is Nick. Today, we'll be discussing osteoarthritis. All right, so osteoarthritis, or from this point forward, we can just say OA, can be described as a degenerative pathology, typically affecting multiple factors, such as the articular cartilage of synovial joints, weight-bearing joints, the periarticular musculature, along with bone changes at the affected joint and joint margins. And examples of weight-bearing joints can be the hip and the knee joints. Typically, OA can present as slow and progressive. Now, OA may be broken down into primary or idiopathic and secondary. Primary OA can mainly refer to an idiopathic presentation where there is an unknown relation to the pathology or no known previous event. Primary OA can then be broken down into two subcategories of localized and generalized. Localized can refer to one or two joints being affected, while generalized can refer to three or more joints being affected. Now, secondary OA can mainly refer to when a known factor or event or situation or any other related term may be associated with the onset. Examples can be trauma, congenital complications, and infections. So as one can imagine, OA can present with a variety of joint involvements and severity of presentations, which can also be influenced by the possible etiology. Thanks for the great overview, Nick. So OA is the 11th most debilitating disease in the world, causing moderate to severe disability in approximately 43 million people. It is most commonly seen in adults over the age of 65 years old. OA is more commonly seen in men under the age of 50, and then is more commonly seen in females over the age of 50. OA is a slow and progressive condition with an insidious onset. The etiology of OA is multifactorial. It can be due to genetic predisposition, trauma, age-related degenerative factors, occupation, obesity, and malalignment deformities. The risk factors of OA can be further divided into systemic and local factors. The systemic risk factors include age, gender, race, congenital or developmental abnormalities, poor nutritional status, metabolic or endocrine conditions, and high bone density. The local risk factors include major joint trauma, repetitive stress, muscle imbalances or weakness, joint malalignment, obesity, or proprioceptive impairments. Now I will hand it over to David, who will be discussing the clinical presentation and signs and symptoms of OA. That's awesome, Emily. OA is characterized by progressive articular cartilage destruction and bone formation at the margins of the joints. In OA, there is progressive synovial and capsular thickening. In addition to this, the patient will have joint effusion. Because of the bony remodeling and capsular thickening, the capsule becomes lax. 
due to this becoming more of an increase in laxity, we can expect the presentation of hypermobility and instability with some of the joint motion. Over time, crepitation or loose bodies can be formed through the articular cartilages inability to withstand that stress. The destruction of the articular cartilage will cause narrowing of the joint space. Once some chondral bone is exposed, you'll notice an increase in bone density at the joint margins with cystic bone loss and osteoporosis in the adjacent metaphysis. During the late stages of OA, pain starts to appear. Due to this increased level of pain, contractures may develop as mobility is reduced and avoided. This can also lead to limits in their functional activities and levels of independence. The weight-bearing joints are more prone to develop OA. The most common weight-bearing joints are the hips, the knees, the cervical spine, the lumbar spine, the PIP joints of the fingers, the DIP joints of the fingers, the first CMC joint, and the MPT joint of the great toe. A patient with OA will present with joint stiffness upon wake awakening from sleep or movement following a period of inactivity. This joint stiffness typically lasts no longer than 30 minutes. They can also present with crepitus. This crepitus is initially a painless grating sensation, which can progress to an extremely painful high-pitched sound. The patient may also report pain which occurs or is worsened with movement. During the later stages of OA, the patient will present with pain at rest as well. Some of the other presentations of a patient with OA include joint swelling, bony deformities, restricted joint range of motion, and severe fatigue in individuals with hip and knee OA. Now that you have an understanding of OA, here's a quote from Jim Rohn. The only way it gets better for you is when you get better. Better is not something you wish. It's something you become. So warriors, for all of those listening, become better. You have the power. You can do this. Go defeat this exam. Go overcome everything in front of you and you will do that. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior and you will pass. Do you find it difficult to study on your own without direction? Do you get overwhelmed by all of the textbooks and every chapter that you come across? Well, guess what? NPTE Final Frontier has made it easier for you. Purchase the NPTE detailed daily timetable on our website. It's a day-to-day -day study guide that outlines all of the topics, the textbooks, and all of the NPTE categories each day. The timetable is a printable PDF and covers you for 12 weeks. That is incredible. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
We hope this episode discussing osteoarthritis was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us here next time for the NPTE Final Frontier podcast. Thank you.